traditional Chinese medicine or TCM becomes more mainstream and the benefits become more well known, smart entrepreneurs are repackaging something that was seemingly arcane and esoteric to be something more approachable. Today, I speak with Stephanie Tan, founder of Nucci, who's building a direct-to-customer brand that seeks to demystify and bring to market a more convenient and transparent TCM. Thanks, everyone, for joining the show today. Today, we have Stephanie Tan, CEO and founder of Nucci. Nucci is a new wellness brand that's modernizing traditional Chinese medicine for women. Nucci in Chinese is pronounced Nucci which means women's energy. And I think that really exemplifies the brand. Um, before this business, Stephanie has built a number of different fintech businesses, healthcare businesses. She was recently chief of staff of Avo Insurance, one of Hong Kong's first digital insurers. She also founded The Kinet, a wellness center that promotes active aging, and was also the co-founder of Evercare Health, a home healthcare provider. Thanks, Steph, for coming on the show. You know, Nucci is a is a new brand, but I'd really love to hear the story, you know, straight from your mouth about the company's founding. Yeah, so um, I founded Nucci uh, in the middle of the pandemic. I was pregnant with my second child, and I, you know, had crazy nasal allergies, and they were just acting up more than usual. Um, and instead of taking my normal over-the-counter drugs, I knew I needed a natural alternative. And so I did a lot of research into the different herbs and really um, found traditional Chinese medicine. Um, I grew up with TCM and, you know, growing up in Hong Kong with TCM, my family they did Tai Chi. Um, my grandmother would make me TCM soups and teas every time my brother and I would be a little bit sick. Uh, so we grew up with TCM, but um, I never really understood TCM herbs. So it was really while I was doing all this research that I rediscovered the power of traditional Chinese medicine and the herbs. Um, and in doing all this research, I was going to Mannings and Watsons, and I was also going online to do, um, to take a look at, you know, which herbs would really benefit me. Um, but I found the process really daunting and very confusing. Um, and a lot, you know, I, then I spoke to friends and I was like, how do you, how do you pick what, you know, what products you take? Um, and they all just said, oh, you just, you know, it's, I, I trust my salesperson. And, you know, I thought, well, if people like myself and friends, you know, who have some, you know, from a similar background who understand TCM, but, you know, they didn't have access or that knowledge around TCM herbs were experiencing this confusion. I thought there must be other women like this, you know, um, who want a natural alternative that are similarly, you know, daunted and confused. Um, overall, I think that the industry just needed um, a new brand that can bring transparency around traditional Chinese medicine um, and really bring out the benefits and where the herbs are coming from and the whole entire process around that. Um, so with Nuchi, we are making traditional Chinese medicine um, accessible and approachable to the modern woman. Mm, that's great. You know, I for us like younger Asian people, we we do hear about this a lot from our our parents and our grandparents. But like, how should we as uh, like a newer generation, as more Westernized, like how approach these kinds of medications, like or these these herbs, these traditional Chinese 
medicines. I mean, for me, it's, it is very confusing. It is like listening to the salesperson, you kind of buy it. Like, how did you go about researching and learning about this when you're getting started out? The, the herbal space is really, really confusing. And there's just so many herbs. Um, and it's not just about the herbs, but it's also about the process, um, the extraction um, to maximize the potency of the individual herbs um, and where it's being processed and extracted. Um, so, uh, you know, it was really working with um, our manufacturing partner, um, as well as our scientific advisory board. And together we formulate and we select our herbs. Um, and in TCM, it's, you know, a lot of time, majority of the times is you're mixing different blends together, blending different herbs together. Um, and so with Nucci, we are really taking an East meets West approach to everything that we do. Um, and this starts from the people on our team. So we have um, traditional Chinese medicine practitioners, as well as um, integrative health um, medicine doctors. Um, and for um, the ingredients that we pick, we only pick essential herbs and we pick um, TCM herbs as well as non-TCM ingredients that are clinically backed. Um, and the way we formulate is we're taking these ingredients together um, and, you know, research backed um, ingredients and we're mixing it with the, you know, Chinese medicine evidence-based practices um, to fuse and so that when these herbs are mixed together, they're amplifying the results. Yeah, I remember when we were talking about, when we uh, met up a couple of months ago and we were talking about um, sourcing a lot of the product, right? Um, I found it really interesting when you were talking about how you had to go to the suppliers and you had to negotiate and all that kind of stuff. Like, is, was that like a difficult part of the whole process, that product creation part? Not really. I guess like for us, the hardest, one of the hardest parts was trying to figure out how to get our products into the U.S. Um, there's, you know, with COVID, there's supply chain issues. Um, and I think there was a lot of unexpected delays um, in our products. And then finding out that certain packaging you know it was delayed or they didn't have it um or certain herbs that didn't you know couldn't get into the u.s or you know there's so many different regulatory issues around you know you have to think of so our products are made in japan um so we need to look at the regulatory issues in japan because all the herbs are you know have different regulations there and then you have to look at like how to get the product into the U.S. because they have all this regulation. Um, and then the whole logistics of getting it there. Um, so I think that that really was one of the hard parts that, you know, nobody had done before. Um, and so I was just really learning as we were going. And we were hoping, we were just crossing our fingers trying to make timeline. Um, yeah. That's amazing. And how did you figure all that out? Did you have consultants? Did you have, was it like boots on the ground? Like how did it all come together in the end? I had consultants um, and we, we had to have a lot of consultants actually. So we have to have consultants looking at um, our FDA labeling. We had to have um, you know custom agents bring, bring us over to the US. We had to get so because um, 
we are selling products in the US. We needed to get our manufacturer um, FSVP certified. So there are a lot of different moving pieces that nobody had you know experienced before. Um, and so it's just interesting. And um, now that we've we've had three products successfully make it across to the US, um, we're now in development of two other products launching later this year. So that whole process, we've got it down. That's amazing. And you can just turn that into a little, you know, factory and just, just keep coming out with new products. How do you market the products? I know you're going direct to consumer and you have a terrific website. Like, what is the, the main way that you're really bringing awareness and um, understanding of your product to the U.S. market? Yeah. So for us, um, you know, building a, a community around Nucci is very, very important. So even before we launched product, um, we early on um, had developed a community. Um, and this community was really uh you know, it's, it was about educating our women um, and empowering them with this information. So we were taking this, you know, age old um, with ancient wisdom of traditional Chinese medicine across the different modalities and breaking it down for our community. So it was really about sharing tips and tricks in TCM, sharing recipes, um, making it fun and making it, you know, um, relatable to a younger generation. Um, and so we did a lot of that and our community was really, really excited. And we were also tapping into what they were wanting. And so when we decided to launch our products, we launched with our first three, which is one, which is um, Renew, which is our women's longevity um, TCM drink, which tastes a little bit like green tea meets barley um, and helps with immunity. And for me, it helped with my gestational diabetes. Um, we also have our new moon, which is our menstrual support. And then one one of my favorites, which is New Air, um, and which is our nasal nasal relief product. The community. When you talk about community, I found that was that's a super interesting topic. This is something that we've been I've been talking about a lot with people on LinkedIn. Like, what is a community? You know, and how did what form did your community take? Was it built around content? Was it built around discussion? I'd love to hear more about the community that you guys built. Yeah. Uh, for us, it was really built around educational content. Um, and so we wanted to make sure that we could be, you know, we hope that Nucci can be the go-to TCM resource for everyone looking for anything TCM related, um, whether it's for herbs, maybe it's for exercise, also acupuncture. So anything TCM, we want Nucci to be that you know, go to. Um, so it's with our, you know, and we early on engaged with influencers as well. Um, and I think for us, uh, one of the good learnings was that we thought, okay, let's just engage with different lifestyle influencers. Um, and some of them are great. And some of them are probably, they look great in their feeds, um, but they might not be as authentic to our brand. Um, and so really getting to know your influencers um, and making sure that they resonate. They, I mean, all of them, we made sure that they loved our product. They took our products 
um, before they signed on to be our ambassadors. Um, but some are just not, you know, a natural fit for us. And I think that's really important. And when they love it, they'll do more than just what's written in the contract. Um, and so I think that users and, and you know, the followers um, really resonate with that. Um, so we're really wanting to build a community of authentic, um, you know, TCM um, explorers and lovers. Um, and so that's on the, um, uh, you know, more of like the consumer side. And then also there is a community of experts that we are, you know, reaching out to as well. Uh, so what we're hoping to do is really being that resource to bring, you know, your your consumer together with your TCM practitioner. I think for me to find like, you know, to find TCM experts and practitioners or acupuncturists, it's really hard to find those people. Um, and everybody, you know, so, some of them have an Instagram or a lot of them have their websites and they have their blogs, but how can we bring this all together? Um, and so right now we're doing a lot of outreach to really connect with TCM experts aside from just Nucci Scientific Advisory Board. Amazing. That sounds uh, really interesting. And what a great way to get your product out there. But when you're starting the business, I mean, one of the biggest problems is funding. And and this is not just, I'm talking about with Nucci, but all of the other businesses that you've been, you know, a part of before. Like, what do you look for in an, an investor? What makes a great investor for, you know, for a founder? I think for, you know, in in looking at our investors, it's really important to have like-minded um, people um, on your team and like-minded investors um, that can really support you and support um, the growth of your company in the direction. Uh, so when we reached out to investors, um, we really wanted to make sure that they connected with the idea. Um, a lot of times, since we're pre-seed, um, you know, they were really just investing in me, um, a lot of my friends and family. Um, and a, most of them, you know, have backgrounds in private equity or venture capital or family offices. Uh, so, yeah. Like-minded folks are, are really important. Otherwise, they're going to be hounding you all the time, right? And, you know, that's, that's just a huge pain. Um, but, you know, aside from that, you know, the biggest, one of the biggest issues is the founding team as well, and you've built a number of founding teams, you know, what are the qualities of a great team, especially when you're creating a brand new company, a brand new product? As the founding team, I think that it's so important that we understand each other and that we're passionate about what we're doing. Um, there are so many times where, you know, Nucci is built, you know, we're in Hong Kong and we're building it for the U.S., um, so a lot of times we're on calls, you know, at 7 a.m. in the morning there, you know, we're, we're having calls in New York at 11 p.m. at night. There are no set times. Right. Um, and so our team, we're very flexible um, and we're only like a WhatsApp away. Right. So it's really being accessible um, and, you know, my team members can finish my sentences. <laughs> I love them. And I think that I'm sorry that I always call you and I always WhatsApp and or Slack people, but um, I think that it all comes from heart first um, and that we can, 
we can really lean on each other um, and and at the same time that we're constantly uh, you know, just throwing ideas out, brainstorming. If there's a, there's a great idea, like, you know, 11 PM at night, people messaging me. Um, and so, yeah, really, you know, leaning on each other and feeding off that energy and just being really passionate and excited to create this new company and, and products. Thanks for that. That's so interesting. I mean, like having a globally distributed team, has gotta be hard. Um, but I mean, for yourself as the founder, you know, you've, there's got to be a lot of learnings that you've had from different businesses that you've started. What would you say are some of the skills and qualities of a good entrepreneur? I am very heart first, and I think that's a typical Pisces. Um, so I would say I get really excited very quickly and I'm quite impulsive. And so what I've learned across the many years of starting new things is um, you know, the me today, I did a lot more homework before I actually like took that plunge. And I, you know, spent that first, you know, you know, spent, spent my first dollars, um, into, in, into Nucci, right. Um, probably the younger me would have, you know, just gone for it and, you know, did less research. So I think that, um, it's really important that you take risks as an entrepreneur, but at the same time that you do your homework and, you know, that you can step back and, and think through things um, before you do like that. All right, let's just go do it um, because it's so exciting. And, and I'm very much like that. Um, and, and when I was young, I think I just was like, you only live once and you do this. Um, but today I am more grounded. That's great. That's great. And as 20 year olds, you know, we often are like jumping head first into, you know, some, some unknown and it's super fun and exciting, but obviously we've all got, we all get burned once in a while and, and we have to learn like that. So, you know, what you said about taking calculated risks really resonates with me um, because sometimes, you know, it, it, it's you're in it for the long haul, right? Sometimes you start a business and you're like, oh, it doesn't really work, but it's going to take you three years to get in and out of this thing, right? And um, it, it's it's a it's a good piece of advice that you that you have. Um, I mean, one of the things that is super interesting for founders is, or really tough about being a founder is the stress, right? It's really interesting that you founded a company that helps people, you know, live longer, live more healthy lives, you know, especially when it pertains to mental health. Like, what do you do to, you know, kind of take care of your mental health? And what advice would you give to other founders about, you know, staying healthy in that regard? Yeah, I definitely think being an entrepreneur, it's so important to take care of your mental health um, because you're in it for the long haul. Um, so for me, I think practicing mindfulness and meditation is really important. Um, I do yoga. I recently started doing Tai Chi, um, which I'm really enjoying. Um, and it's just a time for you to slow down and to really hit pause. Um, so for that hour, um, of Tai Chi, for example, you can really center yourself and focus on the activity, 
um, and you just end the practice being much more refreshed and you can go back to doing, um, you know, what you were doing. Right. But, um, especially with working from home or working remote and, and having kids around, everything starts blending together. And then you're always thinking about work at the same time. So really making sure that you can, you know, separate those, um, activities, and giving it, you know, giving her that dedicated time and giving my work the dedicated time. Um, I think that's really important. And having your own me time, right? And um, I'm not just talking about having your own quarantine in a hotel, but like, um, you know, I'm really interested in the Tai Chi that you're doing. You're saying that you're really enjoying that. Like how much Tai Chi do you do and, and how has it like impacted your health you know your physical health and your mental health yeah so actually i just started tai chi two months ago um and i always thought it was a practice that we would see you know my grandmother did it and we would see older people doing in the park so i never thought that i would you know at this age be learning tai chi right um but then i i found that you know my my tai chi teacher is young and very hip and she could break it down for me um and that i could relate um and it's just these very like serene movements and it's the way you're breathing um we do it in my garden and we're facing she tells me to face the the plants so that I can like take in the, the energy of the plants. Um, and it's just so relaxing and it helps you center your mind. And I think that it really makes me, it just is a great relaxation tool as well as I feel very rejuvenated after the practice. That's cool. And I think it's really cool also that, you know, your products, Nucci is, is really about TCM and, and living a healthy life, but in more ways than just the business, you're living it yourself. Um, and I, I think that's really cool, you know, that you're really exemplifying the, the brand and the, and the ethos of your, of your business. There's so much we can do to, um, you know, bring TCM and a TCM lifestyle to a younger generation. Um, and I think what we need to do is just really make it approachable and relatable. Um, and there, there are other modalities that are much more you know, in popular cultures, such as acupuncture, gua sha is all over TikTok, um, bone broth is something that's, you know, hitting the US. Um, but, you know, certain things like Tai Chi, or especially like TCM herbs, where it's an ingestible, and they're like, you know, 500 plus different types of herbs, if we can bring, um, if, if we can demystify it, and we can break break down, um, you know, the, the tough parts to understand, and we can do that research for you. That's really where I think Nucci can make a difference and make an impact. That's great. That's great. Um, you know, I just wanted to talk a little bit about on the business side, you know, the finances, you know, every business has to have strong finances, whether it's through growth or through cash flow or, or profit. It, how does a company capitalize their business? I know there's many different ways, you know, through investors, through loans, through, you know, your own capital. You know, in your experience, like what are the pros and cons of different kinds of financing? I think for Nucci, very early on, I wanted to um, not just self-fund this. Um, I think 
you know, we we wanted to, you know, raise a friends and family round and potentially then go venture track. I think that for me, you know, having having, you know, people invest into this idea um, and be excited about creating this company together um, really, really excited me and also validates our product and, and, and our um, our concept. Right. Uh, so I really liked um, I really wanted to do it that way. And it sounds like you, your, your goal is to grow this into something big, you know, something that in VCs and in, in big time investors would be interested in. Um, what are the, the goals that you have for the business in the short term in order to achieve that long-term vision? So with Nucci, we want it to be more than just a product. We really see it. And, and, you know, we are looking at building up our product line of supplements. Uh, so right now we have capsules, granules. Um, we're expanding um, across our product lines. Um, you know, we have two more products coming on this year. And then we're actually in the, product, um, in the process of prototyping a bunch for next year as well. Um, and then looking at... Uh, different formats like gummies um, and Nucci is for women. But I think that um, as we build our community, we would love to expand into men or even for children. I think that would be, um, that would be the goal. And Nucci is launched in the U S market at the moment, but we would love to be a global brand. That's great. That's great. And you know, I just wanted to end this conversation by saying that, you know, I, I do think that your brand has a lot of appeal. You know, I mentioned that, you know, we got some of it for my wife, but actually for myself, I'm actually more interested in it than, than she is. So I think there is a market there. Um, and maybe that's a sign of myself getting old too. You know, I'm like, I'm like always going to the market and buying, you know, bones to make soup as well. And, and she's like, you're turning into an old man, you know, and I'm like, well, maybe I am turning into an old man. But um, I, I just wanted to say that I think that your your startup is a great idea and I'm really excited for the future and, you know, all the best to you and all the best to Nucci. It was great to interview Stephanie Tan and really wonderful to see how her interest in TCM has been able to drive her ambition and creativity in building Nucci. Nucci's brand is fun, approachable and young. And it's really exciting to see that even in this market, new founders are able to create new products with worldwide appeal and sell them directly to their customers.